I think the power in social media is to do three things. I think it's to talk about your family first, because we connect over that. I think it's to talk about your community second, because we connect over that. And I think it's to talk about your business last and what you do last. What's up, Zach Oates here, author, entrepreneur, and customer relationship guru. Welcome to Give an Ovation, growth strategies for restaurants and retailers, where we find industry leaders to share their secrets to grow your business. This podcast is sponsored by Ovation, the actionable guest feedback tool that works on or off premise and is easy, real time, and actually drives revenue. Learn more at OvationUp.com. Welcome to another edition of Give an Ovation. I am joined today by a man who I have admired from afar in social media. And meeting him in person was akin to meeting Shaq in person because oh, he please. is bigger and better in real life than he is on social media. And maybe you've seen him on LinkedIn. Maybe you've seen him on a webinar or maybe you've just uh, seen him on your dream board of what you want to be when you grow up. But he is the coolest paper pusher since Dunder Mifflin, the vice president of sales and marketing behind a perfect crust pizza liner and incredible bags. Welcome to the show, Eric. Bam. How are you, big boy? Doing great, man. Man, so- that was a buildup. I don't know about Shaq and all that stuff. I feel like you're like you're like the Shaq of, of ovation and in all sorts of cool stuff. So I, I feel like there's a lot to build up to that. But no, I, I, I remember when I, I met Shaq. A, he, I did he, have an afternoon coffee, so I'm a little fired up. Oh, there we go. Let's do this, man. But dude, when I, when I met Shaq, I saw him across the room. I was like, he doesn't look that big. And then I walked up to meet him yeah. and he just kept on growing and growing and growing. And finally, I'm like, you know, chest high. And I'm like, this guy is enormous. Yeah. And he's just like, hey, what's you know, up, man? Cool glasses. Well, that's funny. I met Hakeem Olajuwon like uh-huh. forever ago. And I kind of thought the same thing. Like he, it was this meet and greet thing. And I went up and dude was just ripped up. Yeah. T-shirt. And it just, I'm just like, oh my God. Like he right now. Incredible. Yeah. And you know, my dad was in the NFL for 14 years. Like I've met right. big people, but Shaq is just, anyway, that's how yeah. I felt about meeting you, Eric. Ooh. You're, you're big on social media, but you're even bigger in person, well, uh, personality wise. Um, so first of all, talk to us about what you do. You, you, you push paper. Yeah. You, you know what? I, I worked for a national food distributor for 20 years. I was in the pizza industry and in a probably four or five state geography, I was Mike Bausch's the Andalini's pizza in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I was his first. Love him. And, and I got to a point when I literally one day I was at a sales meeting. We had a dinner the night before with the sales meeting the next day. And I no kidding. This is true. I sat there and I thought, I, I loved my boss, right? Who had hired me. I loved him, but I thought I can do this better. And I, and I just didn't want to sit there anymore and, and have to watch somebody that was still trying to like, well, let me, let me write down your sales funnel. And, you know, all, and, and I'm like, we, we can do this better. And mm-hmm. so I sat there that night at dinner and I took my phone out and I text manufacturers that I work really close with. And I said, hey, look, I've decided I'm going to look for something new. If you know of anything, let me know. I had five job offers by the end of the night. I had three of them in writing the next morning. And quite honestly, one of them was Perfect Crust Pizza Liners, where I'm at now, who I'd sold a lot of their product and I believed in it. Um, And, you know, I stayed actually for another six months. And it was actually the best thing for me 
because I didn't have to second guess that I make the right decision. Did I not? Because, and, and they gave me the sun and the moon and the stars to stay, but sometimes you don't want the sun and the moon and the stars. Sometimes mm-hmm. you, you want is bigger than that. And, and so it was good for me from that standpoint that I stayed and realized like, I love these folks that I work with, but this isn't fulfilling me. And so I came to Perfect Crust six months later and, and man, we've just been on a, just a wild ride of sales growth and um, growth in the industry. And, you know, like I said, I, on a four or five state geography, a lot of pizza people knew who I was, but yeah. two and a half years later and nationally pizza guys know who I am. And, and, and I'll tell you, that's, that's a couple of reasons for that is, I mean, I love these. I love pizza guys. I love the pizza industry. I, I really, honestly, I love restaurant operators. I love what they do. I get the struggle of it, right? Yeah. And they see that in us. They see that in me. They Lloyd O'Shea, our West Coast guy, who I love Lloyd to death. Lloyd's amazing. And they see that in us that that whether you're buying our product or not, we want to support you. Yeah. Like, I just I, I get the struggle and I see what they do and. And I see the artistry in it. And I see the, you know, we, you go out and you eat a pizza. You got pizza today from Via 313, right? Love those guys. They're awesome. And you see the pizza and a lot of people see the pizza, but they don't see the love and the sweat and the tears and the, and the choice of why we use this cheese and why we do our crust this way. And why we just, why we, we spend an extra quarter on a perfect crust pizza. They, all they know is the consumer gets home and goes, man, it's a really good pizza. Yeah. We just, we love the, we love the industry. And I think the biggest compliment I've ever, I shouldn't say ever had in my life. I've had plenty of women that said it was a good kisser, but, <laughs> but one of the best compliments I ever had in my life was Mike Bausch said to me not too long ago, he said, I know why you're successful. And I said, why is that? And he said, well, you don't sell to the industry. You sell from within the community. And, and we're part mm-hmm. of the you know, we had dinner in Vegas. Uh, you were in Vegas at Pizza Expo and we had dinner uh, Wednesday night with the World Pizza Champions. And I literally felt like I, I wasn't there to sell anything. I was just hanging out with, with my peeps. Yeah. You know, it's just and and that's I, I tread lightly when I say this, like I, I talk to Lloyd and to our internal staff all the time that, that I want people in the pizza industry to perceive that we are there to support them. And I tread lightly when I say that because that's not the perception. It's the reality. Yeah. Them to succeed. I don't want them to perceive that. Yes. They perceive it because it's true. You know? Yeah. yeah. So, and I, th- I think, you know, we, I was just talking to someone yesterday who um, chief of innovation, a very large pizza restaurant, had him on the podcast recently, really sharp guy. And he was like, you know, that's the thing I like about there are some salespeople that you could tell they're trying to push something. There are other salespeople that believe in a vision. And he's like, that's what I like about you guys. And there's, there's a few other people. And I'm sure that he would count you among them, Eric, because it's true. It's like, you know, you gotta, uh, I I truly do believe that there's a better way that there's, that there's a future where restaurants are are getting better and I and I want to be a part of that and yeah um and I'm excited to be a part of that and yeah like no you see the struggles and you see the challenges and there's a lot of things that hurt um but when you got something that you know can can make things better and like today I I had a pizza on Tuesday from a, a place that does not use pizza crust perfect liner pizza perfect crust perfect pizza crust liner pizza liners yeah that's all right 
And yeah, it was like, it, it was a Detroit style pizza and it was yeah. not crispy. Right. Yeah. But when you, especially when you get something like Detroit style, where the texture is so critical, um, yeah. nobody wants a soggy pizza. Right. Nope. And nope. anyway, I literally today, I, I opened up the box from via three, one, three, love those oh. guys, love working with them. And it was like, Hey, this looks really familiar. I was like, yeah. I bet you, this is, I bet you, this is Eric's stuff. And then when I took a bite of the pizza, it literally was like, like, I wish I had another slice that I could just eat into the microphone Wait, right can now. Can you do that again? <laughs> yeah. You know, the interesting thing about what we do, and not to talk too much about what we do, but is that the operator knows, like, this is a 14-inch, and let's say this costs 20 cents, right? The operator knows what it does. Your customer is never going to say, oh, thank the Lord that you use a perfect crust pizza liner, right? They're just not. But what they are going to know is my pizza was really good when it got home and I'm going to reorder from them. Yeah. Other guy you mentioned, that's the win. It's just like using a Stanislaus tomato or a Galbani cheese or a Baccio or a Grande cheese. Or or Izo pizza. Using Izo pepperoni. When you're using quality products, the customer may not so say, oh, I know that's Ezo pepperoni, but you know what they do? They reorder. The average, pe- the average customer buys from 2.75 pizza places, okay? So your job as an operator is to make sure, can, how can I jump in front of that and not be there every third time? How can I be the second time? How can I be like, oh, we got twice back to back. That's the win. And that's the silent like ninja stuff about this kind of product. Or using the right tomato or using the right pepperoni. Well, and, and I will say to that point, you know, or using ovation. Or using ovation. There we go. Well, because you got to know what what is working, yeah. what isn't working. Yeah. And yep. one of the cool things is so Izo Pizza, one of the Izo Pepperoni, uh, I, I was texted the owner a couple of weeks ago and got a giant bag of pepperoni the size of a three month child. Um, Darren's awesome, isn't he? And it was. I mean, like this pepperoni, I had my wife do a taste test of the pepperoni that we normally buy to make our own pizza and this pepperoni. And it was like, it wasn't a little bit better. It wasn't like quite a bit better. It was like orders of magnitude better. Right. And anyway, so it's it's totally right. Because all of that boils down to the guest experience. Right. And that's what we're, that's what we're all trying to do. That's the whole hospitality industry is to create a great guest experience. And let me, let me ask you this, Eric, what, you know, you do a lot of, uh, a lot of webinars, a lot of podcasts, people come on and, and ask you questions. What, what is one of the most common questions that you get? That I get, I'm usually the one on the opposite end. Ask. <laughs> so, so I, you know, I, I will tell you, I don't know if I don't get a lot of questions per se, but I think one of the questions I ask a lot is like, what do you, what do you see as the future in the, in the pizza industry and in the restaurant industry? And I'll tell you what I think that is. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know where you're going with this, but I'll tell you what I think that is. So I, have like, I, I think it's smaller footprints. I think it's tighter menus and I, I think it's ghost kitchens and I think it's bigger delivery areas. I, I I'm, I'm writing an article right now for uh, PMQ and I think that within the next, let me back up. I think the restaurant industry is, is changing and evolving right in front of us, okay? Number one was COVID hit. And instantly, 
instantly everyone has figured out how to place an order on their phone that they never had to worry about before. And I'll give you a great example. A great friend of mine, Mike Hankins with Performance Food Group. He's the national director of cheese sales. And I was talking to him a couple weeks ago. And I said, hey, what are you guys doing? He said, well, we just got done at Luke's baseball practice. And, and Elena placed an order on Buca de Beppo. And it's going to be at our home, at, at our house in 10 minutes. And, and he never would have done that before COVID. So I think COVID pushed community push the consumer ahead as far as placing orders on their phone and picking it up and doing curbside. And now what we've got a different problem is, is help. I think we're going to find a time in the not too distant future where, like I said, we have a smaller footprint in our restaurants. We have a better, tighter menu. We have higher quality food, but what's going to happen much like when you go to book your plane flight and you can pick your seat, I'll bet at some point with medium and upscale restaurants that Zach can get online and play, and and I want this table at eight o'clock with that server and I'm going to pay a twenty five dollar table fee that's non refundable hmm. to go eat because because the problem is there's no help number one for dining number two we've all gotten used to we can figure this out. We've got the greatest communication device in the history of the freaking world in our hands. And for those who are listening, he's holding up his phone. This is this is my phone. Sorry, Pop. <laughs> and I I think we're going to get to a point where where dining in at at medium to upscale restaurants is going to be somewhat of a privilege, and it's going to be it, it maybe it, it's just it's going to change. Now, going out to eat at the buffet, that's going to be what it always was, but mm-hmm. if eat at Prosimo in Tulsa, Oklahoma at Mike Bosch's restaurant. I'm not putting words in his mouth, but it could end up being where you've got to pay. And I, I, my head keep calling it a table fee. You're going to pay a $25 table fee that's non-refundable. And you're going to have Zach reserved as your waiter. And you're going to have from eight to nine 15. And I just, I think the industry's going that way because the help's not there. Yeah. Well, and something's got to change, right? And yeah. I think it's going to be a lot easier to expand kitchens. I mean, there's a, another customer down in San Antonio. He's, you know, what, what he did at Sophie's Slice was he literally uh, just took out almost all of the dining room and expanded yeah. the kitchen and put it in another oven because he needed to get more pies out. He didn't need more butts and seats. He needed more pies right. out the door. And yeah. I you think you're talking about Alan White at Sophia. Dude, oh yeah. Alan, he's, he's my love boy. Him. I love that guy. Love, love him. You know, I know one of these things you do on your podcast is you, you ask about giving an ovation to someone. Yeah. Right? And if you're going to ask me that literally Alan, it's funny you mentioned him. He would be the guy that I would, I would stand up and just give a, a standing ovation to because oh. I, I got the uh, pleasure of meeting him in Vegas at pizza expo and I asked him what I asked a lot of people, like, are you struggling with help? And he said, no. And I said, really? Why? And he's, dude, here's a guy that just pours into his people. He has his monthly staff meetings where he's bringing in an accountant to talk about how they should do their taxes. What are yeah. you me? Here's a guy that's talking about continuous learning. Here's a guy that's talking about how you can be better. Here's a, I, I, and everything. I, I got goosebumps listening to him talk. Rev Ciencio and I, I know you know Rev, Rev and I did interviews that like two days and he was one of them and he was my absolute favorite. I just, 
I love to hear when people talk about pouring into other people because that's the biggest miss in the world right now is like we're so selfish and self-centered whether we realize it or not. And I'm just as guilty as everybody. But here's a guy saying, hey, you having staffing issues? No. And I'm like, okay, why not? <laughs> why and, when, not? And, and, and when he says, well, here's why. And he starts telling you about all, all the ways he pours into his people. And it's like, well, that's why. People, oh, I mean, you, you go you. back, you go back to his kitchen and man, those people, they love him, you know? Yeah. And I think that's, uh, and it shows and yeah. it shows that he loves them too. And I think that when people are looking for something, yes, you got to pay them fairly, but there's yeah. a lot of places that'll pay people fairly nowadays. The competition right. is ripe. And so people, people want to be validated. Exactly. People yeah. want to be heard. I, I will tell you, like I said, late afternoon coffee. Uh, I will tell you that that for me in the marketing sales world is the biggest miss right now is holding up my phone again. We have the greatest communication device in the history of the world in our hand, but yet we send a text and we're, can I say pissed off? We're pissed off that someone read it wrong. Someone interpreted it wrong. I don't. I usually don't text very often. I send voice text all the time, mm. or I'll send voice text. I'll send video. To, like, why are we still sending text messages that people read wrong? Number one, and then from a sales marketing standpoint, what I love about what makes us successful, I think, for us over the last two and a half years that I've been at Perfect Crust and Incredible Bags, is we had zero social media. We had an Instagram page that had thirty-two followers on. Okay. We have 4,032 now, which some people are like, well, that's not a hundred thousand or a million. And I don't need a million, right? I've got 4,000 and 3,950 of them are pizza people. Yeah. I need 15,000 pizza people. That's all I need. But social media gives your business a voice and a pulse and an attitude and a way to say, thank you. I, I think just, there are so many quote unquote brands out there, I'm doing air quotes, so many brands out there that they miss the mark that your brand is nothing more than a sticker on a box. Yeah. This ability through Instagram to send voice DMs to say, Zach, hey, this is Eric with Perfect Cross. Man, thank you for your business. We appreciate you. And we do that every day. Every single day we do that. And you know what our customers do? They freaking love it. And because we do that, we validate them. And we don't do it from a, a point of being fake. Like we do, we're, we're sincere. Like I'm sincere. Like I you really do care. Yeah. You buy a thousand. Thank you. Right. And when you do that, what happens is what comes back the other way is people love to pour into people that pour into them. Right. And we get so many, we get tagged in so many videos and, and, posts and pictures. And when I have my customers saying you should use perfect crust and you should use incredible bags, it's not me telling you it's great. It's, it's your, it's, it's your counterparts saying it's yeah. great. So hashtag social proof. We, we win, we win because, because of that. And, and I don't, I'll tell you what, I don't take our customers for granted, man. I love them. They work hard and, and the fact that they'll invest a quarter in something to make their pizza better, that they could easily say, well, I'm, not, I'm just not, I'm going to use wax paper because my dad did that. You know, I don't know if I've told you a story. Um, I was in Atlantic City a couple of years ago for a, a food show 
And you had all these kind of New Jersey, New York guys. And they, and I would say, well, what do you put in your pizza box? Why well, use wax paper? Well, why do you do that? Well, my dad, my dad always, my dad always did that. My dad taught me to do that. And, and I would say, well, my dad used to beat the shit out of me. We don't do that. <laughs> it, and, I, and you know what? I, it, was, <laughs> it was true. It's yeah. just an abuse to the father. We don't do that anymore. No, I don't, I don't mean to laugh. I mean like that, that is. No, you can't laugh. It's, it, it is funny, but, but we just, you know what? We're allowed to change and we're allowed to evolve. And, and like I said, I just, part of that evolution should be businesses that take their brand and they, and they put it on social media and some of the best, like, like Southwest airlines, if you tweet to Southwest airlines and say, my flight's delayed, I did this once, like my flight's delayed, I'm pissed off. Oh my, I got a DM within like two minutes that said, Hey, where are you going? What can you send me a screenshot of your flight? What your, 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 um, ticket, you know, so I can bear and, and they, it was amazing. And that's the miss. I could name you, I could off the top of my head, name five manufacturers in the pizza industry that there are, their ad in Pizza Today magazine is the same thing that they put on Instagram once a month. And it's the same thing they put on Facebook once a month. And do we do social media? Yep. Check the box. We did it. Yep. And they're awful at it. And and like I said, for us, it's just been such a, a key part of our growth. And like I said, it's just such a great opportunity to, to connect with people. You know, we showed up at Pete's Expo two weeks ago and I saw guys I've literally never met before, but we're bros, you know, or I see like Nicole Bean, who I've never seen before. And I'm like, oh, come here, let's hug it out. You know, and dude's like, what's up? And we're hugging and it's, you know, because you can build a relationship that way. People, some people still don't understand it. They don't get it. I, I will tell you, and this isn't, this isn't me like, you know, cause it's you, but I've been talking to Ovation now for the last two weeks to everybody I talked to, because what you guys do is very similar to what I'm talking about. And a thousand years ago, there was a guy, I used to be involved in Subway a thousand years ago. And there was this guy, he was a national corporate guy and he would go to these store openings and, and he would say, to, he would say to customers, Hey, how was everything? Right. And most people, it was fine. It was fine. Oh, it wasn't fine. And he had this way of saying it, this look, it's very sincere. You, you tell me if it wasn't right. And, and then they were like, well, actually, you know, and, and it was, and it was, I could, it was the way he said it. It was the look on his, I don't know what, but he just pulled stuff out of people and people, but people, they don't want to do that. It's what I love about ovation is that you, you are, as I hold my phone up again, if you have the ability to, was it really okay? And ovation allows them to discreetly send a text and say, well, actually this, or actually that. And, and it, it just immediately allows someone to, to, to fix it and make the customer feel validated and heard and the problem gets fixed. And instead of a one-star review, it becomes a five-star review because I sat right there and even left the restaurant. The problem was fixed, but it's not the manager coming to the table and what's the problem here and what's wrong. And, and I just, I have, since I met you, we talked last week and week before, and I, I want to understand ovation, dude, I'm all in. Like it, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm a thousand percent serious because 
like I said, we talk all the time about how can we validate people? How can we make people feel heard? How can we make our customers feel important? And that's what Ovation does. It makes them feel heard. It's inc- it, it, I, I, like, I'm not selling for you, but if you're a restaurant operator, you don't have Ovation. I don't know what it costs a month. What does it cost a month? Uh, about 99 bucks for one location. I would pay $1,000 a month if I was a restaurant operator. <laughs> if, it, if it's $100 a month, it, it, I, like I look at that and not like, like Marquee as an example. Uh-huh. Another product that like those two products, it, here's, here's the miss for operators. The miss for operators is they think having good food is enough. Having good food is the price of entry, mm-hmm. right? You've got, and who expects Joe Blow pizza operator or Joe Blow Mexican operator to, to be able to understand all that stuff? That's why there's you. That's why there's Marquee. Though, if I was going to open a restaurant, I would have those two done. And I'd probably use toast because Mike Bausch rec- recommends it. And I love Mike Bausch because he's the man. Dude, but, and we, we love him as well. Dude, Eric, yeah. th- this is like, Man, we didn't even get to the stuff that we like normally talk about. And I love what it. What are we going to normally talk about? Because I'm no, fired up. What no, you, this, is, this is great. I'm wearing a blazer. I don't have pants on, though, but I'm wearing a blazer. Well, dude, we, we are out of time. But Eric, uh, would you would you be able, how, how would you feel about coming back on the show? I would love to have you let's, back on. Let's just keep talking. Let's just let next time. You let me know when. Okay. Eric, uh, how do people find you, follow you? You can find me. I, I'm one of those weirdos about social media. So you can find me at on every social media platform at the Eric Bam. Every one of them. LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, MySpace. I'm not on MySpace anymore. <laughs> at, at the Eric Bam. You can find me everywhere. And, and you know what? I love social. I love, I love the power of it. Um, I love ovation. Um, I, I really love you with the hat on backwards today, which is incredible. Man, We're just going cash man. today, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. Um, you know, what? like I said, you can, you can find me everywhere. And, um, I, uh, I, I will, I'll, I'll finish with this. Um, I think the power in social media is to do three things. I think it's to talk about your family first, because we connect over that. I think it's to talk about your community second because we connect over that. And I think it's to talk about your business last and what you do last. We connect over family, we connect over community. And the most selfish thing you can do is talk about what benefits you and people don't give a shit about that. I'm sorry for saying that, you can believe it. But <laughs> anybody's listening to this, I would challenge you to post three times a day. I would talk about my family, I would talk about my community and talk about my business last. And some people like cringe and say three times a day. Um, social media is a moving parade, man. And while we think someone, oh, I'm going to blow people up with three posts a day, dude, my mom is one of my quote unquote favorites on Facebook. And I still don't see all the stuff she posts. <laughs> so the fallacy is, is that, that you're going to blow people up. And the reality is you could post three times a day and one person might, might see one every other day of your three. But, but I'm just telling you, talk about your family, talk about your community and talk about your business last, because the, the last thing is is very selfish but if i connect with you on the first two i'm more than likely to listen to the last one awesome love it eric well for being such a rock star for inspiring my friday and for pumping up the world today's ovation goes to you thank you for joining us eric thank you brother glad you're with us today and thank you 
Thank you to the risk takers, the troublemakers, the crazies who are keeping this world clothed and fed. You're the ones who deserve an ovation. Again, this podcast was sponsored by Ovation. To see how we can help you grow your business, go to OvationUp.com. Don't forget to subscribe. And as always, remember to give someone in your life an ovation today.